Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched Survivor Season 34, Episode 1, The Stakes Have Been Raised. Spoilers ahoy, if you don't want to find out what happens in this episode, then stop listening right now. Alright, I am a little bit behind starting this season. Um, if you're listening to this, there's a good chance that I still haven't posted all of my episodes from Season 33 yet. Um, but they have been recorded. So watch out for those eventually, if you're if you're interested in that. Um, but I uh, th- three episodes have aired so far. I have only watched this first one, um, so I, there won't be there. There will be some really wrong, really wrong predictions, probably, and also no accurate spoilers at all. So be be aware of that as you listen. All right. So my, my pick for the whole season is Aubrey. If you've listened to my reviews as season 32, Ko wrong. Um, that's a pretty obvious pick for me, but, uh, we have 20 castaways of quote unquote game changers. Um, there's the mana tribe and there's the Nuku tribe. And we start off with uh, with a ship bailout um, with the added twist of a uh, big old toolkit out in the middle of the ocean to the first one who can swim out to get it. So, of course, Ozzy goes for that. Um, he's the go-to swimming guy. The go-to everything guy, really. And uh, he's he doesn't let his team, his tribe down. He's on he's on the Nuku tribe. Um, I'll go through all the people on each of the tribes here in a minute. Um, before I do, uh, let's talk about game changers. I don't really see any of these cast members as people who changed the game. They're, if, in my opinion, nobody has changed the game really as far as the actual people playing it. Every time the game has been changed, it's been a, basically been a reaction to changes that uh, production has made. So I can I can't really credit them except for two people, I think. And the second one is also kind of is also kind of a reaction to um, production changes. Um, and I really, if you think about it, the the first one is also in relation to that, but he's just responding to the rules that are set forth at the very beginning. So the first game changer, the first of two game changers in all of Survivor, real game changers, is Richard Hatch, who kicked things off with forming alliances, which probably would have happened eventually anyway, but he originated it in that first season and it just built from there everything that evolved from that started with richard hatch and his alliance plan so that's that's game changer number one and he's not on the season and then game changer number two in reaction to the immunity idol in cook islands uh cowboy thought up he dreamed of the strategy of splitting votes 
in order to get rid of the immunity idol. But uh, he, that didn't actually happen. He got voted out, um, and the split votes thing didn't happen. So I don't know if that actually counts. And, of course, it was in response to the uh, existence of the hidden immunity idol. Um, so everything else we, okay. So let's go through, let's go through the cast here. Um, first we have the mana tribe and there's going to be a tribe swap in the very next episode. So the, the actual tribes don't really don't have much pull. There's not much loyalty that's being formed here yet. Maybe just initial alliances. Um, but on the Mana Tribe, we have Sandra, who has won twice, but has she changed the game at all? I don't think so. I can't really think of any being good enough at it to win twice is game. I don't see that as game changing. That's just playing the game, um, being good at playing the game in her way. Uh, we have Sierra with a C. She voted out her mom is always cited as her big move. Um, is that a game changer? No, I don't think so because we haven't seen her do that. We haven't seen anybody else do that since then. There hasn't been any opportunity for anybody to do that before that season since it was the first family um, blood versus water season. Um yeah, I don't see that as being a game changer either. Maybe it changed the game for her season. And maybe that's what they're referring to. Uh, so maybe looking at it like that is a little bit easier to to swallow. But how I look at it overall is that game changers is more describing this season, not the people in it but the game that they're playing in this season that they are throwing a lot of twists, a lot more twists than usual at them. So I, I'm going to think of it as that. And after I go through the, the, this cast list, I won't complain about them. The contestants not being game changers anymore, but anyway, uh, Malcolm, he's just really good at stuff. Uh, I don't see that as being game changing. Ozzy, the same thing. He's on the opposite tribe. Um, we have Jeff Werner, who I like a lot, actually. I forgot how much I like him um, until we got a, a little bit more screen time from him in this episode. So he's my secondary pick. I want to be Aubrey and Jeff. And that, those, that would be my ideal top two because they are really good storytellers. And I would enjoy their take on the entire season. So I hope they, they're there the entire time. Um, and then we have Aubrey, who's awesome. But I don't really see as being a game changer either. Uh, Tony, I mean, he won by using a, a spy shack, which nobody else has done since then. And he failed to repeat um, in in this season so far. So I don't. I don't consider that game changing. Haley, I don't even really remember what she did in her previous season. Troy's hand, he was in the minority. He was uh, trying to fight up against all of the remaining women in Worlds Apart. Not Worlds Apart, One World. 
Ah, game changing. Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, who is that? Michaela. Uh, she changed the game for herself by being way too strategic and getting eliminated very quickly soon after that. Um, I don't see that as game changing. And then Caleb, who he certainly changed the game for himself when he almost died. We're almost, we're reminded that he almost died in the first immunity challenge in this episode. Jeff, they're digging up, uh, some bags of puzzle pieces and, Jeff is just like, oh, the last time that Caleb did this, he got dehydrated and passed out and all that. Oh, thanks for reminding us of that. Um, I'm glad. I, I'm sure that Caleb appreciates appreciates it. Um, and then on the other tribe, Nuku, who just dominates in these first two challenges and tribal council. Well, in the challenges, they don't go to tribal council because they win both of them. Uh, we have Ozzy, who I already talked about. Andrea. I don't remember what she did. That's sorry. Brad Culpepper. I don't remember him doing anything um, that uh, was lasting and affected all the seasons since then, other than being a controversial character. Mm. Uh, Zeke, who I also like a lot, but game-changing? I don't know. I don't think so. Debbie, just being a weirdo, doesn't constitute being a game changer. I don't think. She's basically uh, female Philip. And is that enough to be considered a survivor history maker? I guess so. Then we have Siri, who I think is the closest to being a game changer. Um... Because she convinced Eric to give his immunity to somebody else and then got eliminated. But, I mean, that certainly changed that season and totally turned things around. Um, but as far as uh, lasting influence, it's been referred to often. But the strategy has not been done again because he can't really do that twice. Once it's happened that one time, everybody's like, well, we can't, no, nobody can do that again. Nobody can let that happen to them again. So lasting game change, not, not really, but I, I could see her being, having the potential of doing something like that again, be able to pull it off. So I think Sari most fits that, that description and maybe also JT, his big move in Heroes versus Villains of trying to work across a tribe with um, with Russell, that could maybe fit the game changer moniker. So I'll I'll give it to those two that they they did do some pretty risky big stuff to change their own games. And then we have Ty. He changed how chickens are treated. Shrug. Uh, we have Sarah, who... I don't really remember her from her season. And then uh, Sierra with an S, who I also don't remember doing anything particularly shocking or um, having lasting effects on Survivor history. So... 
So I I don't know. Like I said, I'm just going to think of it as this is a, a season full of twists, and that's what the game changers are, are those twists in this season. And the hopeful instigation of the the players doing things to change their own games. All right, let's talk about what actually happened in the episode. Now that I'm done complaining about the the premise of the season, um, I mean, I complained about the the premise of last season, but at least this one, I'm okay with using, actually saying the the, the title of the season. Although I probably still am not. The full title is Survivor Game Changers Momonuka Islands. And we don't hear those two words, Momonuka Islands. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly because we don't hear it said. Uh, we don't hear that um, in the first episode. At least not that I noticed. Uh, so the tribes, are uh, they, they, they get their stuff off of the boats. Nuku just dominates that part of it. They get chickens. They get the toolkit. They get all kinds of stuff. They're, they're doing well going into the start of this game. Not that the other tribe isn't, but Nuku has a, a big leg up. And uh, whether that's the reason for their do- early domination or not, probably is it's not it's probably not because of that great success early on but their great success in general is why that first um that first unloading thing went so well if that makes sense well we're gonna get a tribe swap in the next episode anyway so all of that will change we're not gonna get this just decimation of one tribe because they're gonna mix it up at least once before the merge i could see them doing it like every other episode that would be kind of funny um uh we get a secret advantage that sierra finds sierra with an s and it is the legacy advantage from last season and uh, this time it can be played at 13 or 6 so the same rules otherwise but uh, 13, that's uh, the first, presumably that's going to be the first tribal of the merge. So that could be, that could be a huge, huge thing. If she ends up being on the outs with too many people, that could save her and get her, uh, get her in there. But if she's doing well there, then just save it till number six. Or if she gets eliminated before then, whoever she wills it to gets that advantage so that i think adding that um being able to play it earlier will help a lot i don't think they had that option yeah because he didn't even open it until uh day six and did it describe what it did i i don't i don't don't remember what the actual script said but i i assume that she knows what it does but maybe not Maybe not, because they filmed this. They they hadn't seen the previous season when they were filming this, so they, it could still be a surprise for them. Anyway, um, Ty is very good at uh, giving away information without by not saying anything. When uh, Siri approaches him and asks him uh, what 
Ozzy's attitude towards her is. We don't really get any development more than that in this episode because the their their tribe is so dominant. Um, but that seems to be the big the big thing on that tribe is the conflict between Siri and and Ozzy. So that could be interesting. See what comes up there. Um, Tony, Tony over on my mana. He's uh, too much too soon. And it, it ends up biting him in the butt. Not right away, but yeah. Yeah. He starts building a, a spy cavern, not a cavern, a uh, bunker. And uh, the word of him digging, they think that he's just digging for an immunity idol. Um, that's uh, the, the word about that spreads very, very quickly. Um, for a, a, a minute there, I thought maybe the twist of this season or one of the twists of the season is that there aren't any immunity idols and they don't just don't tell them. So we get an endless search for them, but it's fruitless. Now, as it turns out from the preview for next episode, um, they're going back to, I think it was Korong when they had the, the, the idols hidden during the challenges. So that could be that could be pretty good again. Um he's called an idle weasel. I forget who who called him that. I think it was Troyzan. Yeah, I think Troyzan called him an idle weasel and then spread the word about him doing that. Uh that brings us to the first elimination or the first immunity challenge. Um they have water obstacles, uh raft, uh puzzles, and the diving helmet is the tribal immunity for the season. But that's pretty cool. Nuku gets an early lead because they they assign Ozzy to swim out to a platform to get a key. Um, everybody has to swim and go through obstacles to get back to the beach, but they do a pretty good job of that. And then Debbie almost blows their lead when she has troubles with a lock. Um, and it looked like, well, Jeff got really lucky and his first key opened the first lock, but then he got hung up. There were two of them, and he got hung up on that second one. So Nuku was able to get the win when Zeke and Sari solved the puzzle. The puzzle was really cool. Uh, it was a uh, like a, a ship wheel, and uh, they had to uh, get it together, and there were rods that go through the sides and held it together as, as an actual structure structured thing that they could then pick up and then put onto the the thing to to roll up the immunity win flag banner thing so that that was awesome that was pretty awesome and uh the the finish was pretty exciting uh so mana goes to the first tribal council um sierra is the target uh and everybody decides we're going to tell her that michaela is actually the, the target and once Michaela hears about this, she's like, no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And she almost ruins it. She almost ruins it. But we end up with a unanimous, not an anonymous vote. Uh, I think Tony called, Tony said it was anonymous. Um, or, maybe, or maybe it wasn't exactly saying the wrong word, but he, he definitely mispronounced unanimous. Um, or maybe I was just really tired when I was watching and he said it perfectly fine. I guess we'll never know. Uh, 
So yeah, Michaela does get the one vote from Sierra, but otherwise Sierra is out. That is a uh, kind of unusual, but maybe not so unusual that it, go for the easy votes early on. Um, and it proves the same in the second tribal that we'll get to in just a minute. Uh, when asked what chapter Sandra is, has the most memorable quotes throughout this episode. I thought like all the stuff that a good number of the things I wrote down is, uh, conversations with Sandra or what Sandra's saying in tribal. Um, she talks about Michaela. She says, Michaela's a pleasure. She has been a pleasure. And it really sounded like things were turning on Michaela it sounded like she was being really dismissive of her that this this was like a goodbye, but uh, that was not the case. Uh, so maybe that was just a masterful way of uh, making Sierra feel comfortable about uh, what the what the plan was. So pretty good job. She also was asked what these first three days would be called if they had a chapter title, and she just says the unknown, which. It was kind of cool at the time, but at, as I thought about it, I was like, oh, that's kind of a, it's kind of a lame answer. Kind of a lame answer. And uh, when they get Flint at the end, Jeff throws it to Sandra, and she says, hey, I wear glasses now. Don't throw nothing at me. So I hope that's some, uh, I hope that's a, a, a precursor. That's not the foreshadowing of sandra getting hit by something being thrown at her because she doesn't have her glasses on um it would be a great payoff it would be a great payoff but just on its own it's still funny anyway uh so it's pretty quiet afterwards um and then tony and aubrey go off they kind of form an alliance and they think we gotta we gotta get five together so let's get malcolm sandra and caleb and uh, Tony tries to convince Sandra, and, and she's on board at first. Tony says, we, winners have to stick together. I don't want to go to the end with anybody who isn't a winner, because any any other option just isn't going to work. And it makes sense. But then things get ruined afterwards as uh, as Tony witnesses uh, Troy Zan and Sandra conversation. They're talking about Tony. And then Sandra lies and says that they were talking about the crate being too close to the fire, blah, 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 blah. And so that plan is kaput. Um, we have a whole bunch of stuff with Ty and his chickens, that he is the chicken whisperer. So that's going to be a continued thing in this season. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy that like I did in the first season. More of the same. More of the same. If Ty was really going to change things up, he would he would he would be the one who kills these chickens and is like we're going to eat and just rips their heads off and then blood spraying everywhere he's holding one chicken in each hand it's like eat 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 and then he eats all of it but instead he's giving all of their food to the chickens and it's like ah come on come on the people need the food more than the chickens they're they're not even eating all of it there's just the ground is littered with corn kernels do they even eat cooked corn? I guess so, maybe. But I don't think so. It doesn't seem like they're interested in that corn. Back at Mana, uh, Sandra being turned off by 
Tony's paranoia, she very quickly forms an alliance of five. Um, and Jeff thinks that's scary, but he loves it. His, can we just get him and Aubrey narrating everything? Please, please. It'd be great. I mean, it's too late for that request, I'm sure. But if it was just those two describing everything that goes on, it'd be fantastic. Um, anyway, we have the next immunity challenge. Uh, they, they have to swim out to a big cage in the ocean. And there's a gigantic snake inside. Not, not a real snake. Um, but it's like 400 pounds. They have to climb inside and then untie it from uh, the ocean floor. And then get it up and over the, the cage. It's like 8 feet tall above the, the surface of the water. Um, so Mana really struggles with this. Especially because Jeff... I, I've been saying how much I like him. But uh, he's pretty useless in this challenge. And I don't know if he contributed very much in the previous challenge either. But anyhow, uh, Nuku dominates. They just kill this challenge. Uh, there's a huge comeback by Malcolm for Mana Tribe because they have a ring toss to uh, spell out immunity. So there's eight levers that they have to throw a, a ring onto. Um, and yeah, it would have been a tremendous comeback. I, I was getting pretty excited, but I did see a spoiler about who was eliminated about one of the people who was eliminated in this episode. And it wasn't the person who already was in that first tribal. So I was like, okay, there, that tribe's not going to win. Uh, so Nuku wins mana goes to tribal council again. Uh, there's this whole thing, five versus four. Who are they going to flip? Are they going to be able to get Michaela to flip so that they can vote out Sandra? Turns out nobody even votes for Sandra because I think uh, Tony realized that the power of at least this uh, this tribal council's arrangements uh, was too much to overcome. And uh, somehow he probably heard. We don't see any of this. So the, the, the seven to two vote another landslide victory and even that much was only because they sandra thought they should split the vote which is like the very <laughs> the most minimum amount of splitting the vote ever i'd say because uh we got two votes for aubrey and one of them was cast by her her tribe mate not her tribe mate well her it is her tribe mate but her alliance member but at the same time, she wrote his name down, too. So we get seven votes for Tony. He's gone. And that's that's what happens when you target the queen, Sandra says. Well, like, saying that, hey, guys, get rid of her. I know she's fun. She's funny. And, and all of that. But uh, she's, she's flaunting it. It's obvious that she thinks she's going to go to the end. And if you just ignore that, she is going to get to the end. And she is going to win a third time and get rid of her. Get rid of her. But I understand getting rid of Tony also. You got to get rid of all the winners. Get rid of all the winners. Has to happen. And I hope whatever configuration of tribes happens next, 
whoever's there with Sandra has, has to realize that. Plus, she's not really great in these, these early challenges. These big, huge, complicated challenges have so many parts to them that you have to have people who are firing on all of the cylinders to, to be able to make it happen as, as bestly as possible. Um, and there's a comment very early on, Zeke. I'm glad Zeke's on the other tribe narrating uh, what's going on over there because he's a lot of fun as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're they're getting along, not necessarily getting along really well, but they work together really well, obviously, because they're just nailing all of these challenges for the most part. Malcolm, I could see people turning on him. Um, he took on the ring toss part of that challenge uh, himself. And when people asked if uh, he could switch out, they got annoyed because he wouldn't. Uh, mostly Michaela, though. Um, I will end this episode with a great quote from Jeff during Tribal Council. Not, not Jeff Probst. Um, he says, we're a round hole, which I also kind of imagine having a W in there so they're around hole and we're voting out a square peg and uh tony is the squarest of pegs at least in this instance um so pretty good starts again i have issues with the premise but as long as they keep getting rid of the right people in the the final six well the final three i think should be jeff aubrey and zeke because they'll just be really fun to listen to talk about everything. Um, and then another, the other three in the final six, uh, I don't even know. Let's, let's say Sarah, Troy Zan, and Andrea. Why not? No, no, let's make that Caleb. I'll, uh, the final seven. I'll, I'll throw Caleb and Andrea in there. Uh, so we have Jeff, Aubrey, Troyzan, Caleb, Andrea, Zeke, Sarah. Final seven. Those are my picks. There you go. We'll see what happens. So let me know what you thought about this episode by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today I watched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back real soon with episode two, Survivor something or other. The name of the episode has Survivor in the title. Was it was it Jackpot? That's it. Survivor Jackpot. I think it was. Maybe it's referring to the luck of the draw of the tribe swap that is also going to hap- happen on day seven. Is that the earliest a tribe swap has happened? Maybe not. Maybe not. Definitely the earliest as far as episode count goes. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back. Bye.